Now approaching the tee, it's Evan Cohen. The PGA Tour has arrived in Palm Beach County, featuring some of the best golfers from around the world and even better vibes. It's the Honda Classic. ESPN's Honda Classic coverage is presented by Gosling's Rum, the official rum and ginger beer of the Honda Classic. Also brought to you by Quelliv, the Orange Bowl, Kaiser University, Eisner Amper, and Brightline. This is ESPN 1063, 20 years of defining sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. Okay, welcome to the show. Evan Cohen with you live, PGA National for the Honda Classic on the 23rd day of February, 2023. This is the longest I've ever been as a professional off of ESPN West Palm for the last two months. And I'm back for a couple of days, and I am joined by the man that I was joined by on March 3rd, 2003, for the very first show we ever had here on ESPN West Palm. One John Martin. J-Mart is here. Hello. How are you? I am doing wonderfully on this beautiful Thursday. How are you? I'm doing well, and of course, our buddy Dr. Neil Goldhaber is with us as well. He got the, he got the power chair. He's in the middle of us here at the <laughs> Honda Classic. He's got his ESPN hat. He knows what's up. What's up? What's up, guys? Good You're, to be here with you. You know, you know Goldhaber is officially a member of the media now. You know how? How? I saw him in the lunchroom. Ah. <laughs> that, is, that is the indoctrination into a media member is that you see them in the lunchroom and I saw Goldhaber there today. My scheduling with both of you has been horrible today. Every time I was one place, Shamart was the other. <laughs> yep. And as Goldhaber was walking into the lunchroom, I was walking out of the lunchroom. But obviously, it is great to be here at the Honda Classic. It is so beautiful. It is so hot. You can get a nice tan coming out here today. And uh, obviously, before we go any further, let's go to John Martin with the leaderboard report. Well, I'm sorry? <laughs> <laughs> we are there. There is a lot of golf <laughs> happening. Tell us right more now. about it, Jamart, if you could. <laughs> there was a dude named Taylor near the top. He's done for the day. I think he's three under. Mm -hmm. No idea where anybody else is. No. Well, give us more if you could. If I could, I, I can. <laughs> I, I mean, I can read numbers if you want. I got nothing, man. You got nothing. Mm. Wow. Wow. I'll tell you. <laughs> Always that, that well-prepared John Martin for you. But this is great. I mean, I've been to the Honda Classic. It's amazing the evolution and the growth, guys. My first Honda Classic was at Mirasol, actually. Wow. 2003, four area. Uh, Goldhaber's cheating. He's going to – wait, this is actually be fun. <laughs> Let's have J-Mart actually read the leaderboard and see if he can give anybody information. Go ahead, John. Well, I mean, we have Bramlett and Horschel tied at five under on the day. <laughs> They're both finished. Actually, pretty much all the all the guys near the top. E are either of you guys, where did Horschel go to college? Florida, right? That's correct. Yeah, that's correct. Nah. I just, I just keep going, J Mart. How can everybody be finished? We're all we're at the Honda Classic. How no, I'm saying done? I'm saying most of the guys near the top no, the are finished. The morning guys. Although there's one guy, he's only through four actually, and he's mm -hmm. three under. Okay. He's done well. All right. Uh, but then there's a guy named Cootie who's done. He's four under. Cootie? Yeah. Ew. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <coughs> and then there's a bunch of guys at three under. Name it's pretty exciting stuff. Uh, yeah, so we got Taylor and Duncan and Shank and Maronk and Hunan. Hunan what? Hunan. Uh, oh, that's his name. Uh, B. Hunan. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, He's the one on four. And who did you pick before the, to, to the uh, tournament to win? I picked uh, uh, Lowry. Kyle? 
No. Mike from Bad Boys. No. Mike S. Lowry. Shane. Shane Lowry. All right. Well, that's that's what pick. I picked. That's a good pick. Mm. All right. Well, um, <laughs> welcome to the show here uh, on ESPN 106.3. Now, guys, uh, Honda Classic, let's just let's give it some proper pub here because yeah. it's amazing the growth that this, this event has had. There's so many people that come through here. I started going here when, in um, 0304 area with, uh, when it was at Mirasol. When did Goldhaber, you've lived here not as long as Jmart, obviously, but when was did you ever go not here? Yeah, oh yeah, I went to two <coughs> excuse me, two places. Before it was at Mirasol, it was down in uh, it was down in Coral Springs. Right. Uh, and that was really cool. So also. you went to that? Oh yeah. Oh wow. wow. Yeah, I've been down here twenty five years. So okay. and before that it had been Okay. It had been there in uh, it was in Weston right. before that. It was there for a few years. Then it came up to uh, Coral Springs. It had been there a few years and then you know, it just it jumps around, but this is a pretty stable venue now. It's been here a while. Oh, it's tremendous. Tremendous. Jay Martin, obviously, you've been coming here for, you know, the, the 20 years almost of ESPN West Palm as well. We've done countless shows here. We've done shows where it's completely pitched. Like, we were basically – Aaron Rodgers, I think, used to uh, – I think <laughs> he watched us at the Honda Classic. <laughs> was like, that's a good idea. Maybe I'll try that. Because Jay Martin and I would be here when our station would have, like, nobody working for it but the two of us. And we would be in the pitch black – we wouldn't have – hey, Jason Evans. We wouldn't have a light. Boy, his hair looks very good, Jason Evans. It does. Hair does look. He let it go a little bit longer, uh, and it has, like, a little bit of a poof to it. It looks very good. Looks very – meet my son, by the way. Aiden, say hi to Jason. Okay, anyway, so uh, we're on the air. <laughs> but, you know, so it would be pitch black. Yeah. And you wouldn't be able to see anything because we'd be here at the end of the day. We'd be doing a show, you know, four to six or whatever it was at that time, or maybe we'd go to seven on an extended show. Um, which, by the way, perfect transition. So Aaron Rodgers recorded the top story ESPN.com is now he's out of his little retreat today, or the darkness retreat, and he's supposed to figure out whatever the heck he's going to do. Two things are happening as I'm watching both of you. Goldhaber is nodding along. Yes, that's an interesting story. Jmart, you're shaking your head almost annoyed. So let me start with you on this. Why did me setting up this story of him out of the darkness retreat annoy you just now? Just it, Well, first off, I think it just Aaron Rodgers annoys me. Like everything, just something, just that guy just irks me for whatever reason. Like we're reporting on him coming out of a darkness retreat. Yes. I can't, I, I, there's, there's very few things I care about less than Aaron Rodgers and a darkness retreat. Okay, but then why are we talking about it? You don't think it's relevant to even bring up? No, 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 I think it's fine. I'm just, uh, you asked why I was shaking my head. <laughs> All right, you're nodding your head. No, I'm nodding my head just in, in affirmation that he did that. I think just to answer your question, John, he, you know, it's because he was MVP the two years previously. If it was uh, some guy who was the third-string linebacker, I don't think we'd give a you-know-what. Well, that's definitely But do you guys true. buy into this? Because some of the things are like, you know, they actually could have a light on in the darkness retreat. Like, so yeah, so why are we calling it a darkness I don't know. That's what, and, and he's, he's, to me, the worst. I can't stand him because, like, oh, I don't know. There's media attention. I hate the media. Well, how do we know about this? You're the one who tells everybody right. this. Right. It's not like we just, like, somebody, like, discovered this. He's the one that puts it out there. And I don't know. I mean, now all of a sudden, do you believe that this is going to determine his future, a darkness retreat? No, I don't. Not at all. I mean, I think he's – he may still be thinking about it, but this is just all pub. I mean, he's clearly looking for, for something to give him direction, whether it's like like psychotropic drugs or something like ayahuasca or, or whatever. He's looking for answers in some way, and he, he thinks he's going to get them, but he has no idea. He's just making stuff up. Well, I mean, have you ever uh, – you work in the medical profession in addition to eating in uh, uh, media. media lunchrooms right, now. Right, that's correct. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, are these things, like, medically, like, do you hear about, like, hey, you need something like this, you need something like that? I mean, well, obviously uh, you're ENT, so uh, yeah, no, but you No, know, that's a good question. Yes, you do hear of these things, but it's people who suffer various forms of anxiety. Yeah. Uh, uh, people who need to sort of step away to de-stress, lower their blood pressure. All things, that makes sense. Things along those lines, yes. But a darkness retreat? Yeah, I never heard that term before a week ago. Honest would you ever do it? Like, what would you need, both of you, in order to do that? Just like a good fight with your wife, Jamar? <laughs> well, but you know what? I, I think there's other ways of doing that same sort of thing, right? You might say, I'm going to go to Oregon and go hiking and just get away from everybody. Right. I don't know that I'd go to that extreme where I'm in a you know, solitude chamber or something like that. What, what do we think now? Where do you think he's going to end up? Because there's conflicting reports, right? You have reports that say Jeff Darlington, who's a phenomenal reporter, is saying his latest report is sources tell him back to the Packers. Bob McGinn of The Athletic, uh, who's and, oh, sorry, go, uh, go along with uh, Tyler Dunn, that podcast and website, they do a great job there. He has said Packers are done with them, they're fed up with them, whatever it may be. Because this offseason has an amazing quarterback carousel possibility. We're talking about Rodgers, we're talking about Boynton Beach's Lamar Jackson, and where he could end up. Obviously, Derek Carr aspect, uh, aspect of it. And then today, you get a situation where Tyreek Hill is liking tweets from Caleb Williams, the quarterback from USC, about him wanting to play for the Dolphins. Well, I don't know if I'm Tua. I'm not thrilled about that. I mean, so the quarterback carousel is fascinating right now. But if you had to bet right now what team's Rodgers on next year? So, I, I mean, I'm not totally sure, but I'm not going to say the Packers. I've said the Packers. We, we've asked these kind of questions a lot, and I've always said the Packers. I feel a little bit differently now because they're saying they want him back as long as he's bought in. And... I don't know how you're going to be confident of that before it's too late. Like, you've got to sign him. He can tell you he's bought in, but that doesn't mean when, when you know, the season rolls around, he's actually going to be that. I think he's going to end up somewhere else. Um, how about, let's go with uh, Atlanta. What? Where did that know. come from? I don't I know. Just right I just read an article right. earlier today about how he might go to Atlanta. Watch j somehow be right. Watch, like, all of a sudden, I'll, I'll the come Atlanta on the air. Falcons <laughs> acquire Aaron I'll come Rogers. on the air and, and give him all the uh No, you got to give him something. Latitudes. No, 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 no. Give him something now. What if, if I'll give him if another sonoplasty. How about, no, he doesn't need that. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need that. And why doesn't he need that? Because <laughs> he got one from ah, you, the balloon sonoplasty. Ah, right. Boy, you almost screwed yourself if you ah, had yeah. to give him another one. <laughs> <laughs> I knew where I was going. Come on. This guy's giving me no credit. Zero. All right, so J-Mart's on the record. Let's do it this way. If he leaves the Packers, where is he going? Ra- I think he's going to the Raiders. I just think it fits. You know, uh, it, it fits personnel-wise. It fits where they are sort of in their evolution. I don't know. He's a little bit of a, uh, he's a, little bit of a bad boy in that, in that regard. You know, I just, I don't know. I think he's going to Do you think, think he can take go- coaching? Because McDaniels is going to coach him. Well, that and that's well, he's going to obviously have to sign off on that beforehand. Yeah, I think he's. But think I about think how ridiculous that is, right? The question I'm asking: Can a professional athlete take coaching? Yeah. Isn't the whole point of being a professional athlete that, in theory, you can take coaching? That like you got there by being coached? Yes. But can I say one thing? I want to just you sort can say of a add, lot of things. I want an hour. <laughs> I want to say. I want to say to add to that where I think he's going. I'll tell you where I don't think he's going. Okay. I don't think he's going to the Jets. I don't seem to think so either, but I think that's a good negotiating ploy. You let that kind of hang out there, 
and you know that the Jets would give up an arm and a leg to get him. So it like actually behooves both parties, the Jets and the Packers, I'm sorry, Rodgers and the Packers, that if they are going to break up, to kind of keep that out there as a possibility. Um, I agree with you. That said, I would be fascinated to see him in New York and how he would deal with that. Because the New York media is relentless. I mean, think about Randy Johnson. Hall of Fame career. Randy Johnson, I've heard him out with Dan Patrick, is amazing. Like, as a guy, like he comes off as like the greatest guy. On his first day in New York, he threw a camera guy to the ground. <laughs> yeah. right. Walking down the street in the city. He threw a camera guy. And I'm not saying Rodgers would be violent or anything like that, but like I don't think he would really understand what he's in for by going there. Yeah, I think it would be pretty explosive, honestly. He's so sensitive. I mean, that's the one place you don't want to be if you're sensitive. So my, my argument for him would be Tennessee. Now, that would be coaching also, right? Vrabel is afraid of no one, mm. but it's a winnable, well, winnable-ish division. I think, the, I think the Jaguars are going to be really good um, soon. And so, I don't know. I, I kind of think that that's like, – J-Mart may not be right with his location, but part of me, Neil, thinks maybe it is a wild card team that we haven't heard about at all. Yeah, I mean, certainly. Because we've heard about the Raiders. Right. The Titans feels more logical. The Falcons is like, wait, what did he just say? And it's a really winnable division. That division st- – have you thought about that division? I mean, that division stinks. Well, how about the Colts then? I mean, you could say – The so Colts can't go down that path again. They can't do that again. Another veteran quarterback. Well, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna compare Carson Wentz or or uh, Matty uh, Matty Ice to to well to based him? on Rodgers' year last year, it wasn't a great year. Yeah, he's only one year removed from from MVP, so I don't know. I, I can't I can't really. How do, do you that think comparison. Devontae Adams feels about it? No, I think he'd want him. You don't think he would want him? I, I don't. I mean, he's I had mean, tremendous success with him. He has. Yeah, yeah, but. He also chose to leave him. Yeah, but I but I think that's there's a little more to that. I, I actually think that is one of the main reasons why I said, and I said about personnel, uh, I think he loves Aaron Rodgers. The reason he left is Derek Carr's his boy. They went to college together. Yeah. So that was there, there was a little bit deeper connection and friendship. I think uh, if he's not going to have Derek Carr, who I do think will end up on the Jets. That feels more logical. Yeah, yeah it I'm does. Like, what a disaster that will end up being well, also. Yeah. It could be. It will. It could be, but boy, oh, boy, uh, their young quarterback has not been uh, – no roses are being thrown out. All right, we're getting the break sign. Very tough producer over here, <laughs> this Aiden Cohen. He's all over us, this kid. Uh, I'm very excited, by the way. Thank you for anybody listening right now here at the Honda Classic. I've been a part of ESPN. ESPN West Palms in 2003. Being back on this station is awesome. And I'll be back on, uh, what, four to- four or five times over the next week or so because next Friday, March 3rd, ESPN West Palm turns 20, and we're giving you the gift. Join us for ESPN West Palms 20 for 20, 20 consecutive hours of live local radio on ESPN 106.3, midnight till 8 p.m. the next day, right? Midnight to 8 p.m., that's 20 hours. Your favorite current Hosts like Josh and Ken, former hosts like J-Mart and I, and others. Many others will be coming through. The ultimate party to celebrate 20 years of ESPN West Palm, defining sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. ESPN West Palm's 20 for 20, Friday, March 3rd, from midnight until 8 p.m. All right, coming up, coming up. Kevin Love is a member of the Heats, and Bam had something fascinating to say about him. We'll get to that next. We're live at the Honda Classic on ESPN 106.3. You're listening to ESPN 1063's Honda Classic coverage, presented by Gosling's Rum, the official rum and ginger beer of the Honda Classic. Also brought to you by Quelliv, the Orange Bowl, Kaiser University, Eisner Amper, and Brightline. 
We are live at PGA National Honda Classic along with John Martin, Neil Goldhaber, Evan Cohen with you here on ESPN 106.3. A reminder, Josh Cohen and the home team continue our coverage live here at the Honda Classic at 4 p.m. Uh, before we get to Goldhaber telling us about Gosling's, our great partner, presenting everything here today at the Honda. Let's go to John Martin with more on the leaderboard. Absolutely. We've got exciting stuff <laughs> happening right now. <laughs> Bramlin and Horschel in the clubhouse, five under leading the way. Then we got Cootie. Coming in second at four under. Nobody wants to be with Cootie for obvious reasons. Then we got Taylor, Duncan, Schenk, and Moronk all at three under on the day. All right. And that leader of board report and everything here at the Honda brought to you by Gosling's. Gosling. That was well done there, John. Yeah. Thank you. Excellent. Excellent. Um, Gosling's is the official rum and ginger beer of the 2023 Honda Classic. Gosling's rum is debuting two new drinks here at the Honda Classic this year. The flavored dark and stormy ready to drink cans coming in mango, pineapple, and black cherry, uh, and the new Ocean Age rum, Spirited Seas. Yum. Mm. Uh, Josh Cohen and Theo Dorsey are going to be doing a specialty remote broadcast from the Gosling's Bear Trap on Saturday from 12 to 2 p.m. ESPN West Palm's Honda Classic coverage is proudly sponsored by Gosling Rum. For more information about new Gosling's products, please visit goslingrum.com. That's G-O-S-L-I-N-G-S-Rum.com, 21 and over. Please drink responsibly. All right, so all three of us here on this broadcast happen to be big NBA people. We love the NBA. We think uh, four of us, sorry, our on-site producer, one Aiden Cohen, is big a time. huge NBA guy as well. Um, we all happen to love the NBA. We love the stupid stuff in the NBA, buyout season, all the stuff that nobody cares about but us. But this year, I do feel like it's different because you have Hall of Fame names that are bouncing around like Russell Westbrook and Kevin Love. And obviously with Love coming to Miami, um, it becomes a big deal. So yesterday there was a report, Associated Press, that Bam Adebayo had called Eric Spolstra to discuss what it would be like with Love and Bam playing together. And this has been a huge debate now in heat circles. Ken Kennerly in the building. Look at that man. Look at, he is so big time he doesn't have to do anything this year, actually. Um, so that there's big debate in the heat circles fan circles and South Florida community, should Kevin Love start? I'm of the belief, yes. And that's not a knock on Caleb Martin. It's more of, this team's not going anywhere. They have to try something. And then, you know, the, to a point, they're not going anywhere where, like, you compare them to, like, the Knicks, best case scenario. <clears throat> In that... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so, like, that's not the team you want to be compared to. So I say, why not? Give it a shot. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I think start them. Well, I, so... I say you wait, and I say that because the Heat is all about culture, uh, uh, about Oy. work. And, what and are you done, Oy, me or Jmart? But I'm jealous. I, I think you gotta let you gotta let a guy come down and prove that that he is absolutely fitting into the culture before you slot him into the to the first team. Go ahead. You ugh. Heat culture. Heat culture. <laughs> I mean, like, when are we going to be over that Nick's expression? Next Yeah, tape. well, there, here we go. It's coming back now. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, when are we going to be over that that expression? It's, like, so woke, that expression. Oh, God. Stop with the word. Stop with <laughs> the <laughs> No, all, all kidding aside. All kidding aside. Uh, I, I agree with you, John. I think, I think, you know, you are bringing him into a new situation. He's been where he's been for a while. Get him there. Get him, get him acclimated. 
Start him on the bench. He's going to be, you know, that scorer. Uh, if you let him be, he's going to get those rebounds. I still think the things he's always done well, he still does well. I don't know that he could be up for being a starter yet. I agree. Get him in here. See what he can do. And if he starts taking off, well, then you make that move. Let me ask you a question, though. Has Bam reached that place where if he says, I want him starting, you got to start him? I mean, that really Bam's depends on Bam's really Spoh. good right now. Bam's, Bam's great. Bam is. I love Bam too because he's one of those guys that it's he's not. It's not going to be streaky. He's going to be there every in a series. He's going to be good every step of the way. That's like Bam and Jimmy Butler on a team together. I, I don't care who anybody else is. They're going to be hard to beat in the playoffs. I agree with you, but their their seating and their ranking and everything in the yeah. playoffs. Like they may have to do a lot of work just to get in. If yep. They're in the play-in right now. Yeah, that's crazy. So let me just pitch something to you guys. I was thinking about this. So the all it came out over the last 24 hours, the All-Star game got horrific ratings. And it was bad, right? It was yeah. really bad. And they didn't play any defense, et cetera, et cetera, which we know. But everybody's trying to now come up with a way to fix it, okay? And there's an argument that maybe it doesn't need fixing because the whole thing is sponsored. It's on national television. It's on national radio. That's, that's your dream when you're putting any content together. Have everything sponsored to get massive exposure. Sure. It's just not massive enough for what they are trying to accomplish. So here's my, my thing. We've heard, we've heard um, international versus American players. We've heard East versus West, obviously, which they've done in the past. They did the, the draft this year in the last few years. They do the Elam ending now, which is the plus 24 at the end, whoever has the score. Okay, hear me out on this. What if, hypothetically, you set two dates? One date determines the first half best record of, of the season, right, which is 41 games. So after, four, after everyone plays 41 games, you determine a first half number one seed mm-hmm. for the league. One week later is the All-Star vote. What you would do, all, the actual All-Star game, would be 15 All-Stars, any team, versus the number one seed. Theoretically, the Celtics against the All-Stars. The Nuggets against the All-Stars. Less overall All-Stars. You then let the voters determine how many on that one seed. Like, in other words, they're still going to vote Tatum and Brown as All-Stars, so they get the award of being an All-Star contractually, whatever it is. And then they send the entire team to the All-Star game. So now there's actually incentive to be the one seed overall, the best team in the league, because it's like, hey, we're going to put our five, let's just say, you know, Smart, Brown, Tatum, Horford, Williams, Robert Williams, against... LeBron, Giannis, KD. You know what I'm saying? Is there something to that, or am I nuts? I don't know. I it, you it, don't it, love it. I, it, I don't. I don't love it. I don't love it. I mean, conceivably, you would think that a, an all-star team should just pound a regular team, but it, no, it, I it, would think the other way. Actually, well, I just mean because of the the amount of talent, right? But I I do agree. I think it would actually end up being the opposite. It wouldn't be fun because the real team would just destroy the other all-star team that's not really trying. Goldtaber, you're contemplating. I, I hate it. Why would you would they come up with a better one? <laughs> I ha- well, I'm, <laughs> go go, ahead. I'm, go I'm ahead. going to if I get a <laughs> chance to speak in this show. Uh, no, seriously. Uh, I don't like it because it, it's, it's, it's convoluted, number one. Number two, you think that team that's the number one seed wants to go and play in the all-star? Yes. Like that? No, I don't. I think these guys want to go sit on a beach uh, 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 in Mexico. That's what I think. I think if you start going, hey, guys, you're the number one seed. Guess what? You get to come to the All-Star play and play another game. These guys are going to roll their eyes. If you're an All-Star, it's one thing. But to bring the whole team in, I, I, I don't know. Here's what I think. And I'm just going to preface it with Wait, that. I, finish your thought in Go a ahead. second. Go, but no. Let me counter that. Go ahead. You're thinking about, like, you, you don't think Derek White. Let, let's use the Heat. Like, 
You don't think theoretically Caleb Martin, Max Struess, and Gabe Vincent would want to play in an all-star game? But are they – so you're recognizing the whole team as all-stars? Yeah, because you have a major problem in the league, in the league that we all love with, the, with players not playing basketball. No, I, I agree. But so I, there's some now incentive of, like, let's try to win as many games as possible because the entire group – like, if Jimmy Butler knew that Max Struess would play in an all-star game, that I actually think would motivate him, yeah. as crazy as that sounds. I, here, here's what I think. I think – I think there could be potential answers and a lot of things you said, um, and I think you got to look backwards to move forward. So what the thing, I mean, I, I know all these things, but the one I like the best, um, and again, sometimes you go to the things you saw as a kid, right? I think they should go back to East and West, Okay. number one, because there is a little bit of that, that East versus West pride, because right now I don't think they could give a anything. That's number one. And number two, and I know you're going to say, but they did this in baseball. Oh, no, don't do yes, this. No, don't, yeah, no, uh, you can't you know call why? my idea terrible and then do no, this. No, but Go it's ahead. not terrible because you know what? If the East wins, then the East representative in the finals has home, home court. I think that's very oh, simple. I, I think it's very simple. It's motivating enough at least to start. I, I don't know. I think it's, I think it, you got to go simple first. Not this, well, the team that's got winning percentage in his first assessment. I'm just saying the best team in the league against the All-Star but, team. But the whole best team doesn't want to play. They, they, the the All-Stars are going to want to play. I, I, I don't know. I, and I, I and don't you, like. want, you want to sit here and give home court advantage in the NBA Finals to whoever wins the All-Star game after watching that All-Star game? No, no. but my point is now now the guys on the Eastern Conference who are in a team, you know, there'll obviously be several teams with, all, with players who are All-Stars. Now they're going to go Dude, play. Because you know what? We feel we're going to get there, and that home court could really mean something. Now, let's see a little defense. And by the way, uh, uh, when's the last time any All-Star game was good? You know, it's In like, any sport, you're saying? I'm telling you, I can't believe well, A couple of years ago, with the, with the first version of the Elam ending, right after right, the bubble. Right. That, right? Was, that was better. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, if you ever watch, you know, NHL All-Star game is a joke. You know, they're like 9, nine to 8. You know, uh, 185, 170. I mean, but that's kind of But that's kind of why I don't understand why, like, if we're saying a game is a joke, why does it then have an effect on the actual no, no, championship no, of the sport? Because of what I just said. Because if there's something riding on it, now you're not going to go pretend you're guarding, and when the guy makes one move, you get out of his way and let him lay All it right, up. so you're telling me DeMar DeRozan's going to try harder to get the Bulls home court in the finals when they're not going to make the playoffs? I, th I think. Why would he care? I think, more. you know what, more players are going to feel like they have a chance, especially in the NBA now no, where there's like 100 teams making the playoffs. Now more guys are going to go, well, you know, we get in, you never know what's going to happen. Tabor, your, your literal thought has been proven wrong by baseball but and that, other sports. But, but, At but, least mine's something that what, we haven't what done. Else, what else other than baseball? Well, I'm just saying that it's, it was just such a disaster on the baseball side. And in this case, I'm not – like, first of all, this is where the whole thing is a problem. They make money off of all of this, right? right? The NFL tried something this year with, like, hey, let's not play a game. Let's do all kinds of Pro Bowl games. It was mm. terrible. Ugh, and it was awful. There's nothing – there's actually nothing you can do. Right. So in, in the NFL, but I, I agree. Don't, I gave don't play. You, but I think I gave you at least something to try. Yeah. You're I, giving me something that failed in baseball. No, it, right. Mm -hmm. But we're not – I didn't say, hey, you know what? I know they did it in baseball. Let's do it in baseball again. I think try it in the NBA. You're trying everything, right? So let's say, hey, next year the All-Star winner is going to is going to be the uh, is going to have home court. I, I would hate it. I would personally hate it. Yeah, I'm with you. But Gold I'm not a fan. What? <laughs> 
All right, uh, along with Dr. Neil Goldhaber, John Martin, Evan Cohen with you, live at PJ National, of course, Honda Classic. A reminder, we are brought to you by Gosling's, the official rum and ginger beer of the 2023 Honda Classic. All right, we got into one quarterback and where he may land. There's another local one and where he could potentially end up. And could you ever be fired by a job and go back to that same company in a lesser role? We will find out next on ESPN 106.3. You're listening to ESPN 1063's Honda Classic coverage, presented by Gosling's Rum, the official rum and ginger beer of the Honda Classic. Also brought to you by Quelliv, the Orange Bowl, Kaiser University, Eisner Affer, and Brightline. Along with John Martin, Neil Goldhaber, Evan Cohen with you. We are live at PGA National Resort and Spa for the Honda Classic. Tickets, of course, Honda Classic. Go on their social media, thehondaclassic.com, for more information. And if you're thinking about coming out here today, John Martin has more with a leaderboard report brought to you by Goslings. Go ahead, John. Yeah, dude, that's right. We got Bramlett and Horschel with five under in the lead during the Now, which one of their shots today was most impressive, if you had to say yourself, Jay Martin? Horschel's was really impressive. On what hole, specifically? Oh, uh, 17. It was really... He had a good 17. Mm -hmm. Uh It was awesome, I'm sure. And then we got Cootie. Coming in at four under in the third spot with Taylor Duncan, Shank, and Moronk. And Moronk, tell me more about Moronk, if you could, John. Okay. Uh, his first name is Adrian. That's that's what I got. I don't even know what country he's from. I didn't. What flag is that? <laughs> I don't even know. Like always good on it's radio. White on top and what red on the flag? bottom. What flag? Is, yeah, no idea. All right, maybe somebody can help us. Do we have any prizes to give away? No? Somebody can identify the flag. Let's see if Christian from our team can identify the flag. Go ahead, Christian. Let's see. Do you know it? Look at the flag. Hold on. It's by the guy's by the guy named Moronk, by his name. Ooh. White on top, red right on the bottom, and that's it. I got nothing. All right. Back to you, Bob. Thanks a lot, Christian. <laughs> Added a lot there. All right. We'll figure <laughs> out the flag for Moronk moving forward here. All right. Courtney from our team is looking it up. She doesn't know. So, guys. There's an interesting story. Oh, wait. Here's Christian interrupting the show. Go ahead. Poland. 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 All right. All right. Poland. That's correct. Okay. All right. There's an interesting story that's developing out of Denver. Okay? So this is conceptually very, very interesting. The Denver Broncos hired Sean Payton to be their head coach. Obviously a big-time move. He's interviewed, to my knowledge, three big names to be the defensive coordinator. Rex Ryan former Jets head coach and Bills head coach, Matt Patricia, former head coach of the Lions, and former head coach of the Denver Broncos, Vance Joseph. Vance Joseph, per reports, is getting the job. He was fired after one season as head coach of the Broncos and is now going to become their defensive coordinator of the Broncos. New ownership group, new head coach, same organization, though. Hmm. Could you do that? Could you be fired by the Broncos as a head coach and be willing, Goldhaber, to go back as an assistant? Yeah, here's the way, though, and one of the things you have to you know, know if it's true. How many of those same players are there? If it's no a, idea. Well, that's, I'm saying that's a huge element of it, I think. I think that if there's very few of the players that were there when he was fired, then it's start, it really is a fresh start. If you said, hey, half the guys that you were coaching are still here, uh, I don't know. It's a little, little uncomfortable. But, I mean, like, for example, and this is a guy that had opportunities. Could you, like, let's just say Duffy's, right? Let's say you were a general manager in one of the stories at Duffy's. You get fired. A year or two later... You're looking for a job, you're like, yeah, they got an assistant GM job. 
it's a new GM that I never worked with that GM. Could you go back and be the, an assistant GM at the same Duffy's? I, I, I have a, no, I don't think I could. You couldn't do it. I don't, I mean, I, I don't think so. The only, the only exception I can think of is like, if, if I'm the head coach or the GM of Duffy's and I, yeah. I how personally, would you, how would you be the head coach of Duffy's? Go ahead. Tell no, me. No, tell I'm me saying you'd be the head coach, flat, of, head coach flat, of a football flat, team flat or football GM of Duffy's. <laughs> okay. No, you, but you just said you'd be the head coach of Duffy's. No, I said head coach or GM of Duffy's. 12 so, wings, 12 wings. My point being, the only way I would be okay with that is if I knew that I was out of my depth as the head coach or the general manager. But that's a tough thing to admit in life with anything. Sure. But that's the only way I'd be okay with coming back as, the, as a lower-level job. I think this is pretty specific. Again, remember, what a, somebody famous once said, it's, you're rooting for the laundry, right? It's, it's, Seinfeld said that. Well, I don't know that he's the one who, who yeah, first said that. You know what? Yeah, I think you're right. Actually. He did a whole stand-up about That's right. how, well, how stupid it is that we say, oh, Mets and Braves have a rivalry. When, like, That's you're right. talking about guys from 20 years ago, That's and then right. you're talking about the That's laundry. Right. All right, let's give, let's give full credit to Jerry What's the Seinfeld. deal with Goldhaber? Right. He won't even give me credit. That's right. Well, but I, I agree with that. And, again, if, if it's different <laughs> players and it's just the uniform that you were rooting for, then I don't see it being a problem, honestly. It's not like uh, you're going to go in the room and say, well, this guy used to consider me the head coach. Not anymore. I don't know. I think it depends on It's weird, though. It is. It's a little interesting. I feel like it's a hockey move. I feel like that happens in hockey every other Looking week. Every chance to knock hockey. I love it. <laughs> I like I like knock hockey. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? Knock it with the red uh, things like oh. that? I don't know. I just – it's weird. It's a weird thing. All right, the other football thing is Lamar. So Jeremy Fowler of ESPN is basically reporting today that, like, it feels like it's not that far from the trade conversations happening. I said on the air recently that I thought one of the biggest surprise predictions of this football offseason would be Lamar getting an extension with the Ravens. Like, I'd, be, I'd expect him to get traded more than I expect him to get an extension. Where are you guys on that? Well, I tend to agree because they're so far away on money. I mean, when you're, when you're like over $100 million of guaranteed money away from each other on where you want to be, then it's hard to, it's hard to see those two sides coming together necessarily. So I tend to agree. It looks like, it looks like there might finally be a change. Yeah, I think um, I think it's I think it's just a lot of money for for any quarterback. I mean, there's a ha- very small handful of them that you would do it for. But there's been so much water now under the bridge of the back and forth over all of last season and such. I think he's going to get tra- I think he's going to get traded. And I th- I think you know we were talking about different teams. Water before. under the bridge is the wrong expression. No, water, wa- under, water no. under the bridge would mean things are good. Wouldn't no, it? no, no. Water under the bridge meaning this, there's been there's stuff talked about them. that have oh. come on between them. So. Uh, that back. was my focal point of that take. <laughs> <laughs> was the water under Anyhow, the bridge I, analysis. I, I, I think he'd be great on I think if the Jets got him, it makes them oh, a Here we go. Every quarterback with the Jets. No, I, but I think here's, so. Here's the thing that screwed up the entire quarterback market. It's the Browns. Yes, I agree. The Browns gave guaranteed money to a guy that, if he wasn't playing for them, may have been in jail. Yep. Right? I mean, let's, let's just be honest. With Deshaun Watson and some of the stuff that happened... So every single quarterback that has ability, like Boynton Beach's Lamar Jackson, has every right to say that team is giving that guy that much money. And even if you think I'm worse than that guy, look at who I am versus who he is. Because Lamar is squeaky clean. Yes. Right? And, and now you have this with, with Watson. So I think Watson has screwed up the entire quarterback. When Daniel Jones, your guy with the Giants, is coming out there now – 
I shouldn't say coming out there. It has been reported, because he hasn't said it. It's been reported, Goldhaber, that he wants 45 a year. Yes. Wow. You know what? Based on his year last year and the timing of when he has a chance to, to hit free agency, is it that crazy? Nobody's going to give it to him. Nobody's going to give it to him. I, I think it's – well, listen, I don't blame him for asking for it, given everything that's gone on, but it's just been one year. I, I don't know. I, I, think, I think they'd be fooled. They're, they're never going to give They're never going to give him. I think they want him back at a reasonable number. They'll probably come in in the 30 to 35, spread out. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, cr- it's crazy, and he did screw it up. And you, remember, Lamar Jackson also could say, not only am I squeaky clean, but I was an MVP. I was an MVP. He's actually accomplished more in the league than Deshaun Watson Absolutely, has. Absolutely, yes. Right? Yes. Watson never won the MVP. No. He did go to the playoffs, um, but so did Lamar, obviously. Lamar had a, has a playoff win now. The knock on him was that he didn't, but he does now. And he's kind of stayed quiet-ish, I guess. I mean, he has some random Twitter posts and so that sign, I guess. But, like, he hasn't been like Rodgers. And Rodgers is a complete pain in the butt. Right. Lamar doesn't feel that way. And the Ravens have been over the top saying how much they love Lamar. So, I don't know. I, I, I still expect him to be on a different team. I really do. I, I just can't see him back there. And I don't know that they want him back there. They could say that. I'm not sold that they want him back. I feel like every, Lamar has always been so undervalued and underestimated. I It makes me concerned that there's going to be a team or teams out there willing to give up enough to get it. All right, coming up, we're going to play a little our version of Shark Tank here. Goldhaber is going to pitch us about these new rules in baseball. He's very excited about them, okay? He's very excited about them. We're going to have to see, Jmart, which ones we want to invest in. Okay. Which rule he gives us, and we're like, you know what? I'll buy into that. I'll, I'll back that rule for the next five years, let's say. It's got to be five years. It can't be like a try it this year kind of thing. You'll throw out a rule, and we'll see, all right, in or out for the next five years on the new baseball rules. Spring training right around the corner, uh, like literally from where we are right here. PJ National Resort and Spa for the Honda Classic, along with John Martin, Neil Goldhaber, Evan Cohen with you on ESPN 106.3. You're listening to ESPN 106.3's Honda Classic coverage, presented by Gosling's Rum, the official rum and ginger beer of the Honda Classic. Also brought to you by Quelliv, the Orange Bowl, Kaiser University, Eisner, Affer, and Brightline. Alongside John Martin, Neil Goldtay, Revan Cohen with you live at the Honda Classic. A reminder at 4 p.m., Josh Cohen and the home team out here live, presented by Gosling's at PJ National Resort and Spa. Thank you to everybody from ESPN West Palm for allowing me personally back on the air today. Back with you tomorrow from 2 until 3. Steve Policino and Jeanette Javier will join me. Thanks to Christian and Aiden, our on-site producers. Um, before we dive into our little version of uh, baseball rules, Shark Tank, here's John Martin with the latest leaderboard report. <laughs> <laughs> Again, he forgets. I don't, I've done this to start every segment, John. Brought to you by Gosling's. Yeah, Bramlin and Horschel. They're still in the lead, by the way. Five under. They're still done. Also, Cootie, still at four under. Still, nobody wants to be with Cootie. Wonder why. Taylor's at three under. Duncan's at three under. Shink's at three under. And the Polish guy, Moronk, is at three under as well. All right, Goldhaber. Here's what's going to happen. Uh, baseball, baseball heads like Goldhaber are very excited about the new rules. Some people love them. Some people hate them. Goldhaber will give us the rule. Jmart and I will buy into it or sell it, basically, for the next five years. Okay? And we in or out for the next five years, and Goldhaber will give us his take. Go ahead, Neil. All right. So let's start with the first one. Okay? We're going to talk about the pitch timer. All right? So the pitch timer, it's, it's, it's meant to give... Like a shot clock. Right. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. So... Pitch timer. So the, the intent is less waiting 
and more action. You're going to have essentially 15 seconds with bases empty, 20 with runners on, and violations of the the pitch clock uh, will result in automatic ball or strike. I'm in. I'm in for two reasons. One, it's obviously going to speed up the game, and two, because I've seen it. I went to a, a minor league game here at Roger Dean Stadium. My son and I went to a game where Tebow was playing for the Mets, hence why I was very excited to go, and they had it, and I'm like, wow, I've never physically experienced this before. All of a sudden, I look up. We're there for like an hour, hour and a half, and it's already into the seventh inning. We have a shot clock in basketball. Why can we not have a pitch clock in baseball? It's not going to really screw them up. I'm in. Totally. Buy it. It's a, it, The game takes way too long. I'm buying it. Gold Tabor. Yeah, I, I, I buy it, too. Uh and I'm, I tend to be a little more old school with these things. I buy it. And old fi- in general. Well, true. <laughs> but I, I will buy it for, if we said we're going with five years, I, I'm, I'm, put it this way, I'm willing to give it a shot. I yeah. think. No, I but think that's the thing. The one-year thing throws off the whole thing. Yep. you got to go five. No, One-year is yeah. easy. I'm with you. That, that really determines if you're in. So I'm in. Next one. All right, go. Uh, shift restrictions, okay? This one's controversial. More, we were hoping to get more hits and uh, result in more athleticism. Uh, and essentially the rule means uh, two infielders will, be, will have to be on each side of second base. The infielders need both feet on the dirt at pitch release. I'm totally 1,000% out on this. I don't like it at all. The reason I don't like it, that's a strategy thing. Why should you tell me that I can't play a certain strategy? The NBA opened it up where you can play zone in the NBA. To me, there's no difference here. The Heat do not have a great team when it comes to man-to-man based on some of the personnel. So you know what they do? They change their strategy and they play zone. So I am in on that. So uh, in on the zone part of it, meaning in on the strategy, out on the shift. I hate that rule. J-Mark. Yeah, that, I don't under, that's like the old school baseball. Like that, to me, that seems like a really weird thing for, for like – conservative, like, old-school baseball fans to want to, to get rid of. I, I, I hate that rule. Yeah, wow. Uh, we're going to go for a sweep here. Uh, I am very against it. Um, and, you know, from the times we played baseball, or our kids played baseball, the whole thing was, if we're going to give you the whole opposite side... Take, like, take it. Right. How about learn to hit the other way? Some of the great of hitters growing up that when I watched, uh, Mattingly, George Brett, these guys were unbelievable hitters to the opposite field. These baseball players today refuse to take what's given to them. And, and I always used to say, if they would do that, then the shift would stop. Yeah. So to create a rule for it, I don't know. I think that's a cop-out. All right, next one. All right, last one, boys. Uh, bigger bases. So increased safety and uh, aggressive base running is the goal. The bases are going to go from 15 inches in width to 18 inches in width. Uh, and the hope is that the larger bases will reduce injury, or, or it's been shown to reduce injuries in the minor leagues. Okay, this is the one I'm least passionate about. I'll say I'll buy it. If you're, if you're telling me, Goldtaber, guys are, it's going to be less likely for guys to get hurt relative to base running then obviously I'm in. I, I got to be honest, maybe egg on my face. I never knew this was a thing. I never knew we yeah. needed this. And it does, I agree with people. It does look like a pizza box. Which, like, if they put pizza in it during the game. Now you're talking. Yeah. It's like, hey, wow, I got the first. I can get a slice? That sounds fun to me. Yeah, this I, I agree. Uh, I, I'm, it's weird to me why anybody would actually care about this rule. Like, like be passionate about it either way, if you're unless you're playing or or whatever. I mean, if it's is gonna anyone passionate about it, or this is just like the people involved in the safety of the game? Oh, I think it's it's more than that too. And I'll this is where I'll jump in on this. I 
I tend to be in favor of it, on more because uh, from what I've been reading about it, it's their it's their attempt to bring more offense into the game. I think you're going to have more stolen bases this way. Bigger base oh, means okay. these runners are going to have more of a chance to sort of reach around, get the edge of the base, and if and a rule like that, which doesn't seem so like invasive, mm-hmm. but will result in you know more running, more hit and run. Uh, I think that's a good thing. It doesn't really change the look of the game, the feel of the game, the way say uh, the shit you know putting a shift on. Though. Here's what I can tell you. Okay. So our company, Good Karma Brands, has the rights to many professional uh, sports teams all over the country. And in my role with our company, I'm very involved in some of these things. And I know, and recently I've been working with the White Sox. And I know in, in talking to different affiliates across the country that carry White Sox games, one of the things that's being mentioned to them a lot is these new rules will make this sport more exciting than it's been in the last 20 years. They are very over the top baseball people, people selling the game, etc., about the idea of, like, you're going to see a product this year that's different than ever before. I do wonder if somebody like myself, and I'm, I don't want to speak for you, J-Mart, but I think it's a fair thing, that J-Mart and I, that have gone from watching, in my case, 162, J-Mart's probably 80 to 100 games a year, in and out, to now literally zero. Literally, I pick it up in the playoffs. I wonder if we're going to experience it when we tune it in on opening day, wow, this sport feels different. I don't know that we are. Yeah, I mean, I don't watch as many games either, but I don't think, I mean, just speaking personally, I don't think it's because the game is slow. I just think there's so much on and so much to sort of take in. See, I think the game is slow. I never realized how slow it was. And maybe when I had more time, not married, no kids, being slow was like, what else was I doing? Right, but I feel like, (laughs) this just sounds so funny, the slowness is part of the game. I agree with you. Yep. I actually 100% agree with you, but that's where maybe part of the issue is. All right, great job today, J-Mart. You provided a tremendous uh, updates with the leaderboard reports. Hey, thanks. Goldhaber, always a pleasure. I know I'm not Ken, but uh, you'll be back <laughs> with Ken coming up soon. <laughs> Lots of fun. Welcome back. Two. Welcome back. Thank you to Stone back in the studio. Thank you to Christian, our producer, and Aiden Cohen. Tremendous yeah. job out yeah. of you. On-site producing Aiden Cohen. Uh, stay tuned. Josh Cohen and the home team coming up at 4 o'clock right here on ESPN 106.3.